0: Now, I've got with me one of the top draft prospects uh, from WA. She's someone who, her last two weeks has been a bit of a whirlwind. She's got some uh, honours to her name, that's for sure. It's Lauren Wackville. Lauren, how are you? I'm
1: good, thank you. How are you?
0: Um, I'm very good, thank you. Pleasure to be here with you. Now, obviously, the surname, um, it shouldn't be too hard, but I've seen over the season that some pages have got it wrong. Yeah. How does it feel when you just constantly see your name coming up in like a team of the week and it's spelt wrong?
1: Um. Uh, I just have to laugh at it, really, especially when there's um, the spellings on the paper and they still manage to get it wrong every time, but um, yeah, it's pretty annoying. It's a six-letter surname, so it shouldn't be Do you have people
0: it. pronouncing it Wafka?
1: Yeah, oh, 100%. It's actually pronounced Wakefa.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah, name.
1: you got it wrong too. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: coming at them and I feel horrible <laughs> now. I look like an idiot. Nah,
1: don't worry, you're not the only one. <laughs> okay,
0: well, um, I want you to talk first of all about your journey through footy, like, you know, getting to where you are now today, what was what were some of the steps you took? Where did footy start for you? How have you got to this point now where you're on the precipice of getting drafted?
1: Yeah, um, I only started in 2018, so I'm still fairly new to it. Um, this is only my fourth season playing. I had a, um, a break. Just started off in 2018 just because um, local club needed some girls um, to make a team. So um, me and my sister, and my best mates, jumped on board, said, yeah, why not? um we didn't even have a full team that whole season I think the first time we had a full team was the grand final (laughs) so everyone wanted to be there for that one um and then yeah that club um put me in for like the development programs and stuff like that and I got selected for a few of those and like the state chain-ons and stuff because I was still um one of the underages then um and then yeah the following year they didn't have a team so we jumped on with another one um same thing happened just all the development programs and stuff and then um, year after I had a break I think I had a fractured ankle the year after so um, just didn't do anything I think I became the water runner for that team um, and then the year after in 2021 South Rio contacted me wanted me to jump on board with them so I said well, why not got on board with them did had an all right season child <laughs> um, for the state team made the state team did all the traveling and stuff like that and then um, obviously with COVID it was a little more restricted but um, made the national under-17s team because they needed... We were going to play the under-19s national team because they didn't have um, a team diverse for COVID. Then that got cancelled for COVID um, and then come back this season and still playing for South Rio. Um, just made the state team again um, and then been the first um, team women's team in history to put on the Australian jersey.
0: Yeah, which is absolutely sick and we will get to that, but... When was it that you, I guess, took that step back or just thought to yourself, you know, looking at where you were in the progress you were making, that you were one of the better players at your age and you could be getting drafted?
1: Um, honestly, it was only really a thought coming in this year. Um, like, last year, it was still kind of, um, like, it was only my third season of footy, so I was still fairly new to it. And um, it, the reality kind of hadn't set in that I was making these, like, representative squads and... Um, I felt like I was just kind of there as a, a backup, not really there because I deserved to be there, and um, yeah, it wasn't till this year when everyone's like, "Oh, it's your draft year," you know, like um, you're doing pretty well. That reality's kind of starting to sink in that it's go time, really, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you playing as a ruck at senior level, you can come up against uh, some much bigger bodies than yourself. And especially in the women's game, the, the size of a ruck varies quite a bit from, you know, sometimes you get 180s to closer to 190. Yeah, sure. How have you found coming up against, you know, ruckmen of the senior age and, you know, more matured bodies than yourself? And how have you had to adapt your game around that?
1: Um, I think I'm fairly lucky that I'm quite tall as it is. Um, I... Also, I'm lucky that I've got a pretty good jump on me. So center bounces are kind of my thing. That's my jam. Um, I'm not too intimidated by taller people just because I'm fairly confident in my um, jump. But when it comes to like the around ground stoppages, I get a bit nervous because I'm not too big bodied. Um, I just got to rely on my long arms really <laughs> to get me through
0: it. <laughs> All right. Now, one thing you've got to be a part of in your footy, which I think recently, uh, you know, the last couple of years, people have started to not take for granted so much is, you know, the state champs footy. You know, this year you got to play against a multitude of different states. How is that when you go out you get to travel Australia with all these girls that you've been training with, you've known for, you know, the last year or two, and to go out, play footy alongside them and just play footy with the best girls in the country of your age?
1: It really is just a different brand of footy. Like, um, obviously, we've um, the state team trained together since like November, December last year, and just meeting a whole bunch of people that really are elite and really getting to that skill level where there really aren't that many errors, and just being able to go out and play really good footy with them is just something that, like, at waffle level you might not see every day, and it's just a um, a new consistent footy, and then especially going up against people that are the same as you and, and all have the same as you, abilities as you, it's just a whole different ball game.
0: Yeah, and you compare that to the waffle competition. Do you feel like your game changes at all? Obviously, around the ground stuff, you might feel more better off or more better suited than when you're playing in the seniors. Do you feel like your game improves or it gets tougher when you're playing in that uh, state-level footy?
1: Um, I feel like it's very similar. I do feel like there is more... Um, like heavy hitting and um a lot more running in the state um state team and there's just um like there's less follow-ups on the ball and stuff like that because everyone is so clean and where as waffle level there's a lot of fumbles so you really have like two or three opportunities to get the ball back where at state level you execute that pass and then they've got that ball and they're shooting it down the line
0: yeah. Now, as we were saying, um, your state footy, how well you played, led to uh, you getting named in the All-Australian side, which is, you know, insane. There was only two WA girls named in the All-Australian team for the state champs and then four girls, I believe, who went to Melbourne for that game. How crazy is that? You were a part of the team that is the best in the country. You know, you get to be a part of that, play that game, do, do whatever you do with those girls. And I guess just, you know, it looks like you guys had a bit of fun with it. What was that whole experience like?
1: It was just so rewarding, like, not, like, for me, I never thought that I was really good enough to be um, up with the big girls and stuff like that, and I really just thought that I was a fill-in player and they only wanted me to, like, if someone went down injured or stuff like that, I would be there. But I think um, seeing it from someone else and hearing it from other people that you really are, like, up there with them, it's just, it just hasn't sunk in that it's over. Like, it's, it's insane that four WA girls got to go over and it's only four of us that went and, Two of us in the All Australian team for the carnival, like that's just so insane.
0: Yeah, now obviously you were paired along for the All Australian team with Ella Roberts and Ella's she's a different breed. Yeah. You know, she's she's been, you know, getting talked about since before you were playing footy, you know, yeah. she's been that good. And then you see your name getting put in those headlines, your name's being thrown around in articles as, you know, in the top two girls from WA really. How does that feel? And you just see your name getting thrown around in all these big articles and sort of, you know, you're almost like a superstar in some sense?
1: Uh, it's just insane. Like, like being paired or even like in the same article as Ella is obviously just so rewarding in itself. Like everyone's like, Oh, click on Ella. And they're like, Oh, Lauren's there too. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's really like, it's really amazing that I get to be part of something so big and, um, even just tag along the journey with Ella and just get to rub in a little bit that I get to play with her. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really cool.
0: And in terms of this year, the draft is obviously right around the corner. I'm sure you'll play a bit more waffle footy until then. But how have you felt about your season, the way you've played? I'm sure given all the uh, awards you've got, you'd be pretty happy with it. How do you feel about the, the footy you've played this year?
1: Um, I think this year um, has been my best year of footy. I think it's just I've had a lot more fun with it. Um, I haven't really thought about the draft too much because I know if I think about it, then that's going to be the only thing I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about how I'm playing. I'm going to be too worried about who's watching. Um, I think, yeah, I'm just having a lot more fun this year with the girls that, um, you know, they're for the same reason that I am, especially with all the state girls, like they're in it for the draft as well. And I think just, um, like going along the journey with them all and being a part of, um, everyone's football career, um, is just like it's just so exciting to see.
0: Yeah, and you know this is fingers crossed. The last couple of weeks of you being a non-professional football player. Hopefully, it'll be a few weeks from now. You'll be a pro. Your under-18s journey will come to an end. You look back on it all. How does it feel to I just look look back on all that and think that you know it's sort of playing for? Although you're playing serious, but the fun sort of starting to end, and it's now about to become a career for you.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just. Really grateful that I got the opportunity to play because I know that some of the older girls now, um, like, didn't have the opportunity to play when they were like younger, like me, and stuff like that. So I think I'm just really grateful that I have a football journey to look back on, and that I got to play when I wanted to, when I wanted to start playing, and not just because they didn't have a girls' team or anything like that. So I think that it's going to be really cool stories to tell when hopefully I get drafted. So some of the other girls, um, and then they can just look on to that journey as well.
0: Yep, and from the start of it to now, what's one, you know, what's one real big moment that you look back on that you cherish most? I know there's obviously a lot of great moments with this WA squad and, you know, with the national squad and everything, but what's one moment that really stands out to you as your favourite moment from uh, this journey to, to where you are, dear?
1: Um, Probably joining South Korea was one for me. I was so, so nervous when I walked in for the first training session. I didn't know anyone um, barely knew the coach's name, like it was really scary. And I walked in with my mum because I was forcing my mum to come down with me. Um, and as soon as I walked down to those change rooms, all of those girls were just so inviting and so excited that there was new girls willing to come play for them. And they really like took me under their wing and like, it was like I've been there for weeks with them. It was really exciting.
0: And how much does the free parking you get at Free <laughs> yeah. Oil will contribute to that?
1: Uh, so much. I sit there, we, we park in that car park and go for food afterwards because we don't have to worry about paying really expensive parking in Frio. <laughs>
0: you made sure to drop that about five times during the recording while everyone was worrying about their tickets. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's definitely a big bonus. <laughs>
0: All right. Now, I just want to get to know you a little bit more before we do wrap this up. Growing up, who who is someone you really looked up to, you know, in terms of footy or someone that's really inspired you along the way to, to be the person and the football player you are now?
1: Um, my granddad's very heavily into football, so he played a few games um, for I believe it was East Fremantle Claremont. I could be wrong about that one, um. But yeah, he, um, like my little brother started playing Oz kick, um, and our grandparents were at every game, coming down to watch that. And like me and my sister would go kick at halftime and stuff like that. And he'd always be saying like, "You guys should be playing footy one day." Um, and then yeah, we when we did start playing footy, there were our grandparents both there at every game, cheering us on the sideline for everything we do. They've just come down for everything and been really supportive.
0: Yep, and if footy and you know, fingers crossed on this, but if footy for some reason didn't work out, hopefully it gets to a stage where footy can be your main career, but if you had to have a career, if footy didn't work out, what would you go down? You know, you said you were doing a a training ship to be a phys ed teacher. Is that something you'd want to do or what would be the ideal career outside of footy?
1: Um, Absolutely, Um, teaching is one of um, my top priorities. Like I really, ever since I left high school, I look back at my teachers and go, yeah, I want to be like them. So hopefully, fingers crossed, um, I'll go into teaching next year at uni um, and then try and become a sport teacher. And if that doesn't work out, I'll go play netball.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, just finally, um, now I would have asked you this when I interviewed you at the start of the year, but it's a very important question and people change over time. Let's say it's grand final time. You need to pump up the girls. You get one song before the girls run out. What are you playing to just get everyone pumped up and about?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's so tricky. I don't even have a playlist. I will sit there and hand the speaker over to anybody else. Not because my music's bad, but because my music is to pump me up. Um, I think um, in the change rooms last week, we had As It Was by Harry Styles. And that got, that got a few of us going, so I reckon I'll stick with that one at the moment. All
0: right, great answer. Lauren, it's been so great to have you in um, over the course of this year, the few times I have got to interview you. It's been amazing, um, amazing to see how well you've done this year, and I wish you the best of luck with the draft.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs>